0: This is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha and Simons. There's a lot happening in the Chicago sports universe from football to baseball. And only one of those teams is doing okay right now. And it's not my team. So (laughs) we'll get to that. But for any Chicago Bears fans out there, we'll discuss the losing streak the team is facing right now. And for our Cub fans out there, we'll break it down the team's chances of making the playoffs. The Cubs are our only hope right now in Chicago, right? And for the Sox fans like me, I'm sorry. Man. This is this has been bad. So, joining me is one of my favorite people, WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout. Is here. Welcome back, Cheryl. So nice to see you. Nice to see you, Michael. Well, let's talk, start talking about the White Sox. They're on a historic streak, but on the polar opposite of what we <laughs> wanted to see. Cheryl, where do the Sox stand? stand right now as far as wins and losses
1: well they are four losses away from 100 which is something you never want to accomplish in any way shape or form the last time they did it was actually 2018 when they were doing the rebuild they've only done it four times in their history but it's a, it's it's a number you don't want to have ever because it's you're always attached to it. the the owner's attached to it the manager's attached to it the players are attached to it it's a bad number
0: Right, and we didn't think this team could manage that. You have uh, Luis Robert Jr., uh, uh, Johan Mankata, Tim Anderson. Certainly there's enough talent there not to have 100 losses. Tim Anderson doesn't want that on his resume.
1: No, he doesn't, and uh, he needs to have an off season of just decompressing everything that's happened to him
0: off the field and on the field.
1: We know that he's got a background where he's been a batting title winner, so we know that he has that capability. His, his defense has been shaky because he's, he has a lot of errors at shortstop. I liked it when, at the World Baseball Classic, he played second. And he seemed much more suited for that, but that's not going to happen. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. is actually the star of the team. He was an all-star. He's got, you know, he he's could, could possibly, if he does it at the end of the season, get 40 home runs. You know, he steals bases. You know, he's, his center field defense is stellar. Joan Mancada, it's been an enigma with him because— He had all the tools, everyone expected, but he just never seems to put it together. And he's had back issues. And the trouble with a back issue with any player in any sport, it never ceases to go away unless you have some sort of surgery or something like that.
0: And we know even Sox, a legendary Hall of Famer, Frank Thomas, continues to say Every time Johan Mankata steps to the plate, he sees an MVP candidate. Yeah. And I was there uh, when Mankata came out, his first game ever for the White Sox. It was a buildup. It was this phenom. And it just, I mean, he's had some bright moments. He played in the World Baseball Classic, yeah. too. And we thought maybe that was going to be something special for coming. What do you see in his future? Someone like a Mankata. Well, he better get
1: it, it straightened out this offseason. For they have a contract with him. I've talked to scouts. There is no scout they talk to who would want to trade for him, which, which that's unusual. Usually if somebody has that type of talent, I, I hear it. You know, they have no problem telling me. They have no problem telling me that they would not want him on their team. So with that said, the White Sox have to fix this. Chris Getz has to fix this. His, you know, his minor league development people... You know, didn't, maybe didn't do enough for him when they had him the short time they had them. I mean, not Chris Getz, but that was Ken Williams and Rick Hahn. But there's something has to be done to change his mindset, get him back on track. When he is healthy, he's actually good. But that health issue keeps going on and on and on with him. Uh, they have a lot of they have a lot of areas to address this off season. It's it's going to be an interesting off season for sure.
0: Now, is it is it irrelevant? Does it matter if they reach 100 losses or not? Could it just change the mindset heading into the offseason?
1: It probably doesn't because they made so many changes just a few weeks back. When you fire the general manager, you fire the you know, the president of the team, and you make some changes, everyone knows that something has already happened. Usually, you don't see those those changes this soon. You usually see it after the season, and then you really nail the 100 losses on them. But the 100 losses cannot really be nailed on anybody except for Pedro Garfowl, has to handle it as the manager. Uh, Chris gets gets a part of it, but the players get it, and so does Jerry Reinsdorf. This is his team, and this team is just not performing well. And they were expected to be like a postseason team for many years, just a couple years ago, and now they're not.
0: That's right. But on the bright side, you know, with the White Sox, um, you know, Thursday you can buy a ticket for a dollar and free parking, and. Um, you know, maybe there's still Sox fans who would like to go. <laughs>
1: well, here's the thing. If I was a Cub fan, I would put on my jersey and I would go to the game for a buck and free parking because they're playing the Diamondbacks. The White Sox are playing the Diamondbacks, the team that the Cubs are really fighting for in playoff position. If they can knock them off, they will help the Cubs. So if I were a Cub fan, get your one buck, go down to the game, use your free parking and go in there and cheer for the White Sox. Otherwise, you know... I think it's a great thing because what happened was Major League Baseball asked the White Sox to move the game that was supposed to be played last night to Thursday. And that put the White Sox in a quandary because, you know, it's hard enough the fans are not going out there in numbers. Is what did you do for the fans? And so they're doing this for the fans. And it's one way to say thank you and give them an opportunity to have some fun.
0: That's right. That's right. Well. So let's talk about the Cubbies uh, up there at 35th in, in Wrigleyville. Uh, looks like the Cubs are, aren't doing too bad. So what are their chances then of making the playoffs?
1: Well, right now they're sitting in the third position. They're they're kind of they're tied for the second with Arizona, but Arizona has a tiebreaker. So they're basically, they're in third position for the last wild card spot. They have a tough six games to go. They have to play in Atlanta and they have to play in Milwaukee. Now both those teams have won their division, but they still want other things to play for, like like position for the postseason so it's going to be a really interesting situation for david ross to get this team across the finish line the other aspect is if the cubs if they tie with uh with arizona if they tie with miami if they tie with cincinnati either one of those teams they don't have the tiebreaker they can't tie with them they have to get in position to stay in position now if they end up in the last position number three they would play Milwaukee next week for a three-game series, all in Milwaukee. So it's an interesting situation for them right now. Um, they, you know, they have they have their pitchers lined up. Justin Steele is going tonight against the Braves. He is, you know, he's actually been a little shaky the last two games. He's pitched. He's given up six runs each game. So there's concern about is he tired? You know, does he need you know a little bit to be back up? But. This is the playoff. They've been in the playoff push actually since the trading deadline when the players asked for them not to, you know, get rid of players. So every game has been important.
0: You know, know, all this Cubs winning is putting White Sox fans in a really weird predicament because now with the Bears, you know, uh, two teams on the national stage that just look terrible. So the Cubs are kind of our only hope. And really... From a baseball standpoint, it's hard not to like this team. This team is filled with stars. They've really rebuilt faster than a lot of people anticipated, and they they seem like they have a really bright future.
1: Yeah, when you're in that locker room, you could you could feel the how positive they are. I mean, Cody Bellinger signing him and what he's done, you know, to come, to resurrect his career um has been important. Dan B. Swanson's defense has been really stabilizing. Nico Horner, his defense, his on-base percentage, plus the fact that he steals bases, so you have that. You know those type of players. And it's interesting is that David Ross has had because he's had some injuries. Like Nick Madrigal is gone for the season, so Patrick Wisdom has to come in and uh, here and there. And he had a game-winning home run the last game on Sunday against Colorado. So you have these positive things going on. The concern is going to be their bullpen. Can their bullpen hold up when they need it? Because your starters you know, there's as as I mentioned with Judson Steele, when you have starters starting to fade a little bit because of the the wear and tear of the season, your bullpen has to come through and that's gonna be really important for them.
0: Okay, Cheryl, let's get to the Bears. Um you know, <laughs> really? usually, you know, three games into the season we might be one in three, two and three, something, yeah. but there's really nothing positive to talk about. But what do you see going forward? People are talking about Justin Fields, but he, he, even if he uh, was to be playing lights out, there's still the problems on the defense. Yeah. What do you see moving forward?
1: This is a a train wreck that already happened, and you can't believe it's happening already, third game of the season. They've lost 13 games go, stretching back to last year um, when you saw that game on Sunday. Yes, you knew that they were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending champions. And they really did a good job in their first series. And then they fell apart. The defense fell apart. Their their, uh, their front line, defensive line, does not get to the quarterback. They do not provide any pressure. They can't stop the run. Your secondary now is very banged up. You know, so they got players that are out. And Justin Fields, he's in a quandary. This He's playing for his career right now. Not just for the Bears; he's playing for his career. Because if the Bears say, "You know what? He's not our guy," because they're going to have a top draft pick, they're going to have uh, they're going to have Carolinas and their own, they could go in a different direction. So he's playing for his NFL career, and he looks lost. They haven't play; they haven't throw out of the pocket. He holds the ball too long. He he should be moving more. He should be able to move and throw and find the open uh, open receiver. It's not happening.
0: That's right. And you know the Bears missed an opportunity. If there's any. Uh... Swiftie admirers on that team. They had a, you know, they yeah. they blew their chance to try to steal Taylor Swift away from uh, Kelsic over there.
1: I had two Swifties at my house last night, and they were more excited about seeing Taylor Swift at a bear game. They didn't care about the Bears, and tra- Travis uh, Kelsey's jersey jumped up to the top five of jerseys being sold. Yeah, it, it's 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 a shame that that became the bigger story. But also, you know, when you look at this team, they've got to figure it out. They are playing Denver next Sunday, who gave up seventy points, seven zero to Miami. So we're gonna see two bad teams at one time.
0: Yeah, that's right. But I have Swifties at my house too. Well we got less than thirty seconds. Cheryl, what are you looking out for this coming week?
1: Thursday night, Blackhawks will be on the ice for a preseason game. Condor Bedard. I've been at their practice yesterday. He is outstanding. He's a real Lucas deal. Reichel also. Two great centers uh, in the making. And then next Monday, Bulls
0: start their media session. Go Bulls. Maybe there'll be a, a bright start for uh, for Chicago. Well, that's WBZ contributor Cheryl Reistow. That's all we have. Thanks, Cheryl. Thank you.